0: Or Ordinary Guys with Extraordinary Ideas for Disney Parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow.
1: That's right, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. Joining me live from the penthouse, it is Eric. Yo, yo. Yo. Calling in from the honeymoon suite, and we got Tanner. Hey there. And from the broom closet next to catering, it is Jake. <laughs> hey there, hi there, hold there. And I am Brock. That's right, everybody. If you haven't guessed, we're doing it again. Resort hotels. Yeah. It's a big part of the Disney experience. We did it once, and we thought, why not do it one more time? It's a sequel.
0: To squeak wool. We've been over this. <laughs>
2: oh, sorry. I. <laughs> It up already. Resorts we're only forty-five seconds into the podcast. Resort hotels habit, Die harder.
0: Colon, the squeak will.
2: <laughs> die harder. Die yeah.
0: harder. <laughs> so it should be fun where uh, we're talking about you know the the full hotel resort experience. For those that did not listen, shame on you to our first resorts episode. Jake, you want to go over a little bit about just a very brief overview of the tiers of resorts. And uh, like sure. an example of each.
2: Well, so I'm not as familiar with Disneyland resorts and I don't know if they work the same way. I'm more familiar with the Walt Disney World resorts. Now, Walt Disney World you have three tiers of resorts. You have that the lower end of the price scale, you have the value resorts they're called. These are going to be like your all-star hotels. You've got all-star music, all-star sports. Um, they're considered to be lower quality. They are a lot cheaper than staying at the other hotels, but it's still a Disney hotel. you still going to have a good time. Uh, Then you have your mid-range hotel, which are called your moderate. Those are more like your Caribbean Beach or your um, cabins at Fort Wilderness. That's again, middle quality, middle price range. And again, when I'm talking about quality, I mean, it's Disney quality. This is the, even the low quality is good quality. And then at the very top of the price range, you have deluxe, which includes um, hotels like the Contemporary or the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Animal Kingdom Lodge, exactly. And a lot of things get factored into what makes those hotels. What they are, um, it's not just the quality; it's also location. A lot of the ones I just named are on the are on the Magic Kingdom monorail loop, or Brock just named Animal Kingdom Lodge, that is like directly next to Animal Kingdom. So proximity to the parks factors into that price range as well.
0: Thank you, Jake. Uh, You're welcome. I appreciate that. Uh, I, so there's like two main Disney Disneyland ones. There's a Disneyland Hotel. And the Grand Californian, the Grand Californian would be a luxury, and the Disneyland Hotel would probably be a value, Um, so there is no uh, mid-tier at the Disneyland complex. But who knows? Maybe after today, we just might have one of those.
2: (laughs) That being said, um, in terms of quality, that might be on par, but from the little bit I've looked into it, both of the Disneyland hotels, price-wise, are pretty close to the deluxe hotels at Disney World. Yeah they are much more expensive to stay in yeah. but i have think that that's just california in general
0: aspect right <laughs> right mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah and it's california versus florida which is right going to have its own
3: How dare you insinuate that maybe California would be more pricey than Florida? Just because Florida doesn't have the Florida Adventure Disney theme park does not make it any less, Eric.
2: I don't think that was a dig at Florida. I think that was a dig at California.
0: I mean, having spent time in both, it's a dig at both of them, honestly. Well, okay, yeah. Are we ready to go, boys? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right. Brock, you're first
1: today. I'm first. Hot diggity. Well, um, so so when we did the Autopia I, uh, episode, I had the idea to change it, convert it into a Jules Verne-themed area called the Mysterious Island. Looking back at it, I do think that would have been neat, but I think it actually works better as a resort. Uh, so what we would do is we would create a... Obviously, a mysterious island, a lush tropical island, um, within the Disney property that would be home to to a resort. And much like a lot of the resorts on Disney property, um, it would be different buildings, each with their slightly different theming, each with their slightly different uh, idea and what they bring to the, to the resort. So what I was hoping to do is create this large, gorgeous, lush, tropical island with a large volcano in the middle, but fill, fill the island with interesting, steampunky buildings and contraptions, uh, and we'd have areas within this island uh, representing different uh, Jules Verne works. So I was thinking a 20,000 leagues under the sea style hotel area. Uh, It would be the Nautilus, uh, you know, kind of parked next to the island where you could, or docks would be probably the correct word there, (laughs) Um, but you would enter the Nautilus and you'd have these, these rooms with portholes looking, what looks like portholes looking out into the water that would actually probably use the screen technology from inside the Disney cruise ships. Um, Yeah. So that would be one thing. And then you'd see very interesting things floating by these portholes. Uh, un- I'm sorry, Brock. So, just to be clear, are you pitching an underwater hotel? No, I am
2: not. I am not. <laughs> I, I was going to say I, was I, saw, about to I get. saw Eric's face and I was like, wait a minute. I'm pitching a portion of a resort that looks okay. like it's an underwater hotel. Okay. Uh, Carry on. I'm sorry to interrupt.
3: <laughs> I still have thoughts.
2: I also think it'd be really interesting.
3: Sounds ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: this is going to be an ambitious uh, Resort <laughs> But in a, a level of ambition That does not border on insanity um. I don't know
3: oh, <laughs> Seems a little unaffordable
1: <laughs> Do you guys want me to pitch?
2: Or just like Honestly at this point I don't know if you want the answer to that question <laughs> um, So that would be the Oh sp- but wait there's a guy dancing around In his underwear <laughs> <laughs> Okay okay, okay. Huh? The Nautilus
1: I don't get what Jake's doing. Um, So, yeah, and then uh, what we would have also is an opening. That was the 20,000 Leagues. We would have an opening into the center of the volcano, into the caldera, uh, and that would kind of be where the lobby is. You would go down through the lobby area into our journey to the center of the Earth area. This is where we're going to have restaurants and arcades and interesting things all looking like you're down in the center of the Earth, with beautiful, magnificent, glowing geodes and crystals. And it looks really interesting. Have a cool restaurant, club, cafe aesthetic. All that stuff goes down in the center of the earth. Uh, And then we have, of course, smaller steampunk hotel buildings, much like they have at the Moderates, where there's smaller buildings with the outdoor uh, entrances uh, that would kind of go around the volcano, so you'd be able to look out the window, obviously, of your room. But on the back wall of your room, there would be windows, in quotes, that look like they're looking into the lava flowing through the volcano, create some really interesting features, Mm. make the rooms seem kind of uh, stone rocks, but also with a steampunk aesthetic. And then finally, I would like to add this to the new Skyliner route, Uh, That is in Disney World. Um, The Skyliner is a new form of transportation, a little similar to the monorail. Um, But what I would do with it here is the Skyliner station at the Mysterious Island Resort would be themed after uh, From the Earth to the Moon. So it would be a large cannon, and it looks like the Skyliner cars are shooting out of the cannon. Um, And that's that's my pitch.
2: Nice. Very Cool. cool.
0: Neato game. I like it. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, I am up next today. I don't have... Mine will be much shorter than Brock's. Yeah, sorry. I, I went away. Oh, I it's a hotel. Remember when like- we
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pitched this idea initially as we would do, like, a minute-long pitch?
1: <laughs> yeah, an elevator yeah, pitch. Yeah, well...
3: Three and a half minutes. F-
1: I, I was going to say to be fair, but I, I don't have an excuse. I just so frequently forget to put a lot of the stuff that I really like in my pitch. So I was like, screw it. I'm putting everything in my pitch today.
0: So now we don't have anything else to talk about. No,
2: that's not okay.
0: Okay. good to God, know. God, no, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and preface the Q and a section with, I don't have anything for Brock. I know everything. I need." To um, so for, for my resort, uh, I so I, I went through a lot of different things for this. I uh, uh, through this learned that the uh, the Cone Motel from Cars is based on a real place, so I couldn't do that, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was pretty shitty. Uh, the
2: Wigwam that, Motel along Route sixty six. There's there are two of them, of them, yeah. Them.
0: Shout out to the Ramblers for uh, for, for traversing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) YouTube.com
0: slash the Ramblers 88. (laughs) So after flipping through a bunch of things in my mind, I I came up with something that I think would be a ton of fun, um, and that is Scrooge McDuck's Mansion, uh, made into its own hotel. Nice. So... It's got that, you know, giant sort of almost castle-y feel to it. It's set up on a hill, and you drive up or, or like, limoed up. Like, you would drop your car off to be valet to the parking lot, and you would, like, get a little lift up into the mansion. Um, it would feature the uh, the, the pool full of, of money that you could dive into. Uh, the, that seems, like, fun. Um but, so yeah, it'd be a lot of, it'd be, I'm kind of imagining it as like a mid-tier resort that's poking fun at like the luxury.
2: Okay,
0: um, nice. So there's like giant dollar signs everywhere and things are made out of like this faux gold and it's all very kind of like Scrooge McDuck in that kind of sense. Um, and... Uh, the the only thing that I have set in stone is I would want the like attractions on site as like a set of escape rooms featuring Huey Dewey and Louie um, that were all kind of interconnected and that would be like one wing of the mansion. Another wing would be rooms that you can stay in, and we can figure out restaurants and all that um, okay. at a later time. So yeah, but that's just generally my pitch is the uh, is Scrooge McDuck's mansion. I love it. At Disneyland, there's not really space for it. That's part of the reason why there is no mid-tier or other resorts there is they've just fucking used every inch of space. Um, Especially now that they're expanding. Yeah, I don't know how they're
2: doing that.
3: Well, right now they're just petitioning for a future opportunity for it. But maybe Uh, this hotel will sway them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) This is the thing. The the city of Anaheim is going to be like, we've... Pushed against this for years, but now that they're doing the Scrooge McDuck thing. <laughs>
3: and we know that Eric Hand we loves corporate expansion.
0: <laughs> so he'd yeah. love for
3: that to be his legacy.
1: <laughs> He's very excited about uh, creating this uh, <laughs> this temple honoring the greatest <laughs> capitalist of <laughs> all times
2: <laughs> <laughs> of all time. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it'd be funny to have that as like a not a luxury, but like a mid-tier that's poking fun is kind of like the the thing that I'm looking to get out of the experience.
2: Yeah, yeah, I
0: get it. Um, so yeah, that's my pitch. Um,
2: Very nice, I like it. Thank you.
0: Next up, we have Tanner. All right, right. Money.
2: So
3: for my pitch, I've taken inspiration from the film Inside Out. As we will be staying in a child's mind,
0: not staying in the void. No, damn it. And I know you're all
3: ready to talk about your issues with this movie because you're all damaged twenty something adults. But I actually think this is a pretty cool hey, idea I am for not a, a movie.
0: Twenty something.
3: Aste- uh, I think there's a lot of cool aesthetics <laughs> that we could play with. Uh, my general uh, idea was that our main building would function as like the. Uh, like uh headquarters and like where the long-term memories are stored so i'm picturing like rolling memory balls when you walk into check-in on pipes throughout it Uh, i'm picturing a pool and play area based on the imagination land where we can come up with all sort of creative like things a child would imagine to play with to kind of make that area stand out like jungle gyms on top of like a regular pool uh i'm picturing at A lot of I know the uh, value resorts at least. I'm not sure about the other ones. They often have a movie night for families. Uh, near
2: most resorts, yeah, do. usually yeah. near the
3: pool. But I'm picturing creating the Dream Studios, uh, if we remember from the movie, like Riley's Dream Studio, where we would have a movie nights hosted by the Dream Director, where we'd play a movie somewhere where families could all sit together, watch, and enjoy. Uh, each of our room buildings would be based on one of the five Island of Personalities core groups. So, like, for example, in the movie, there's Goofball or Hockey for Riley. But we would come up with our own that we think would be entertaining to stay in as themed areas. And finally, I would like to have the train of thought either as a way to transport guests to areas like Disney Springs or around the resort as kind of like a ride. I'm open to either idea with that, but that's in all in all the general idea I have.
2: <laughs> cool. Awesome. I dig it. Yeah, very cool. Thanks. <laughs>
3: All
0: that right. leaves us I'm still like uh, Tana. that was A brilliant pitch I really thought You were going to Bing Bong's Void There for a second I know I was, I was really like, prepared For everyone to um, Jesus.
3: Think that I was gonna just Make a joke pitch Out of it Which originally I planned on doing But then I thought about it And I was like Actually this could be Kind of fun And wacky But yeah. Jackie did want me To also pitch A uh, timeout area Called Bing Bong's Void Where bad children Go when they misbehave <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So we could figure out a way to work that into.
2: I'm already picturing like a ball pit, but all the balls are black and it's inside and it's just in a pitch black room and you throw them into this ball pit.
0: Yes. There's a slide. we We don't do enough joke pitches anymore. Hashtag bring back the jokes.
3: I tried to, but then I actually came up with, I think, a good idea for it
1: that's my problem is every time i have a joke pitch eventually i'm like wait no i have a good idea instead because
3: originally i was like the room the hotel rooms can be based off of fear and envy and anger
2: (laughs) but then i came up with something that actually worked (laughs) well speaking of joke pitches uh be on the lookout for i think will be our next episode i know it's one of the next ones we're recording when we all bring in a joke pitch Yes, As we destroy a Disney classic, but I won't say which one.
0: All right, Tanner, that was an awesome pitch. Thank you. We are moving on to the final pitch of the day. Mr. Jake Gabbard. I
2: thought we were done. Hey, that's me. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, fine, we'll just cut it. Okay, so I have um several thoughts that kinda preface my idea here. So the first one is I remember several years ago a lot of the Disney resorts was you rolling your eyes, Eric. No. Is that what that was? Okay. Honestly,
0: no. I was looking up at my heartburn uh, medication uh, uh, being uh, like, Do I need some right now? <laughs> Before I listen to uh, this, shit. <laughs> do I need I'm, to steal and that's my heart? I got five guys and they give you like a f- like, whole bag of fries, and I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> do I need Tums right now? I apologize, Jake.
2: <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Several years ago, I don't know, maybe five or six now, a lot of the Disney hotels were going through major refurbishments to modernize them because a lot of them had not been updated since they were built in the 80s and 90s. So what they were doing was modernizing the style, the furniture, bringing it up to current trends of today in terms of design uh, to make it more palatable for the average person's living experience, which makes a lot more sense. It was muted colors, color palettes people like, but I remember at the time a lot of people saying that they didn't like the fact that they felt like they were losing some of the Disney magic, some of those over the top colors and stuff that Disney had been known for. So my thought was, what if I because the new hotels look great, they do. They look modern, they look nice. So what if all of the hotels were kind of like that, but we had one hotel set aside that was kind of more for the Disney magic. And then I was thinking a good way we could do that in Walt Disney World would be to bring back Toontown because Magic Kingdom and Disney World has lost their Toontown. But what if Toontown was a resort that people could stay at? And my thought is this would have a layout like the moderate resorts where it's all outside and it's a sprawling property with lots of buildings spread across. And it would be themed around Toontown and it could be almost like a little town, a little city. And maybe each section could be themed to a different uh, part of the town Uh, Where you come in the lobby, that could be kind of like the Toontown City Hall. And the whole thing would have that very over-the-top color palette with really bright colors and no straight lines. You know, if you think about Mickey's house in Toontown, everything is those big... what's the word I'm looking for, overemphasized shapes and everything is very round and I think it would be really neat to be able to stay in Toontown. I think it would be a really cool thing. I think it would be memorable for kids and adults. I know some people would not be into it. I personally would be very into it. Um, This could give us a lot of fun opportunities to play with some classic Disney stuff while laying out a fun hotel. That's my pitch.
0: Nice. I really wanted to have Roger's Sloppy Jalopy in it. I,
2: it could mm. definitely.
0: So jumping straight into our Q and A session, that also
1: leads into one for can me. Can
0: we put in Roger Sloppy Jalopy as part of your resort? Absolutely. Well, that
1: that <laughs> actually leads into my question, which is: Is this like the Fab Five Mickey, like what we got in the park, kind of Toontown,
2: or is this a Roger Rabbit yes. Toontown? Because those are two no, different this things. Is to- this is a this is a this is I am thinking a Disney Toontown. Okay. To me, that is more. Um, It's a little more broad, whereas the Roger Rabbit one, no, I I guess it's hard to say. The Roger Rabbit one borders on dark at some times yeah you know some kind of scary stuff goes yeah. down <laughs> i've talked about before how that ride traumatized me when i was a kid whereas the mickey one i'm thinking about mickey's house is more like you feel safe and everything's happy and friendly and I, again i want this to be a place that families could enjoy and little kids could think like wow we got to stay in this really cool cartoon house we lived in a cartoon for a week how cool is that
0: yeah, yeah there is a surrealist element to The Roger Rabbit one that maybe Mm -hmm. we lose in in favor of more family friendliness. Um, My
1: other question was, uh, so, yeah, if this is going to be the Mickey Mouse characters, uh, do you plan on incorporating Mm -hmm. some of the the lesser used ones like a Horace Horse Collar or
2: a Mortimer Mouse? Well, I don't know. That's something (laughs) we can talk about. I I, (laughs)
3: The look of disdain that Eric has on his face as Brock utters those names is my favorite thing ever.
1: Why Horace Horace Horsecollar is one of my favorite characters in fiction on brand. Yeah, why are you upset? Yeah, why does this
0: upset you? Because I don't know who the fuck those people are, and their names are ridiculous. Yeah, it's not like Mickey Mouse (laughs) or old school Disney,
2: like from the original black and white Disney cartoons. They were Mickey's friends.
0: Okay. It's
1: weird that you're doing this podcast and you've never heard of either of them.
0: Honestly, that's very, the weirder thing. I was very upfront at the beginning of this podcast to be like I am not a like a Disney historian or a Disney aholic I just like coming up with ideas for shit. And then you guys told hey, me, fine. "You look up a that picture of Horace and I bet you'll know who he is." Too over the top. And so now I'm trying to figure out the balance. But to
3: say, Brock, that <laughs> Horace Horse, Horse Collar Collar is one of your favorite characters in all of media is also, I think, on a different spectrum than most people. <laughs> so I have this... Yeah,
1: no, yeah. that's fair. That is fair. I have this thing where, like, if... I, I just, like, super... Um, I get super empathetic towards forgotten IP characters. So, like, I'll... Give me a Horace Horse collar, give me a yummy mummy any day, and I'm just Yummy <laughs> Mummy and Fruit Brew the, the discontinued fruit uh, cereals from the monster cereal uh the yeah. count chocolate yeah. Else. No. So like those a are those berry. are my guys right there.
0: <laughs> cool man.
1: Frankenberg. Cool, uh, Brock, can so you anyway, back to <laughs> I, so many times I cannot afford it.
2: <laughs> can, can I answer the question? Yes please. <laughs> So I had two trains of thoughts on where this could go. The first train of thought was that each section of the hotel could be themed around a different character. So like in Caribbean Beach, each section of the hotel is themed around a different Caribbean island in my hotel, I was thinking maybe we could have a section themed after Donald and everything looks nautical and like boats. Maybe we have a section themed after Goofy where it's like Goofy's house and everything is made out of things that are not intended to be used for houses. Like I remember on his his stair rail, he uses a an, an oar like from a paddle boat. We could have sections like that. It would be cool. Or we could do a, just a general different, um, it lo- where it all looks like stuff it's not necessarily themed after specific characters but maybe this section is more like farming stuff and it's like the cartoon farm of Mickey's with the happy Sun maybe this section is a little bit more like a main Street area but cartoony all in that very um bubbly cartoon style okay that was my thoughts
0: cool didn't mean to to disrupt the flow with <laughs> <It's> not <okay. laughs> knowing who Horace horsecolor was. And while, while, yes, that puts me in the minority of people in this podcast, I feel like it might put me in the majority of human beings.
3: (laughs) Well, Eric, we
1: accept your apology, but don't let it happen again.
0: Uh, Jake, I had one
3: more question for you. Uh, Yeah. I was just wondering, like, will you be incorporating character meet and greets around? Because I feel like if I was going to a toontown, one of my expectations would be I'd be seeing uh, characters around living their lives.
2: So, so generally they don't just do character meet and greets at the hotels, but they do do character meals. So I would like to have that as an opportunity. I don't know that we would just want characters wandering around like they do in the parks that could cause issues but I really like the idea of having a restaurant we could talk about theming maybe it's a restaurant that Minnie owns I don't know and we could do character dining there if this
1: is the town that they all live in I'm just picturing like <laughs> running into Daisy while she's getting groceries
3: like, I mean to be fair <laughs> though <But> she's like <laughs> really like if I was to go to Toontown that's what I would want I'd want yeah <laughs> I'd want to see like them just doing stuff in town like Donald <laughs> well, complaining I agree about that traffic that would be cool
2: flow. but it's not practical at all <laughs> <laughs> well then, maybe neither is agree. your idea. <laughs> Donald well, just drives by,
0: super pissed the off about the new speed bump. Create an immersive experience <laughs> for you. We can do that. We can get there. I believe. I believe that we can convince Jake that a fully immersive Toontown. If they're doing it in the Star Wars the hotel
3: that they're building, they can do it with Donnie, Minnie, and Mickey. <laughs>
1: Did you say Donnie? <laughs> yeah,
3: I was getting too we're close to Minnie and Mickey already. <laughs> hey, also, it's I Donnie think, Duck. Also, after a week there, maybe me and Donald are there. Maybe he lets me call him Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> Uh, okay,
1: interesting. <laughs> yeah. That that question actually does, leads... What does he
2: call you? Does he call you Teabag? bag <laughs>
1: that, that question actually leads into a question I have for Eric, which is how... It, it's kind of a two-part question. One, how do you incorporate some of the characters from DuckTales, maybe a Launchpad McQuack, um, and or uh, also how much are you going to take from the old cartoon and from the new cartoon? What is the blend there? <sighs> Um, so
0: I like the new cartoon. I've not seen the old
1: one, but I love the new one. So I'm curious.
0: The new one's good. I am uh, a a much bigger fan of the old one and the old, uh, series of like, they came out with a couple movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, those are certainly that, that is in my head. What, what is there? Um, we can certainly talk about blending of, of new and old, um, i i i like it better with a, a slightly more rustic older feeling to it because you know, the mansion should feel a little well worn at the very least um not like super plastic and and stuff there's like a vibrancy to the fake money stuff but there's also like a underneath the surface this is kind of a very lived in place uh in terms of incorporating characters um the Huey Dewey and Louie obviously would be a part of this uh, uh, escape room idea that I have. Um, they would be like the leaders of that launch pad. I imagine being in this particular uh, universe, that would launch pad would be like the the runner of the restaurant, the lunch whatever pad. the restaurant is, eh. if yeah. you will. <laughs> I do, <laughs> if, if you will, but like you know. I imagine he takes this, uh, uh, a center stage aesthetically for whatever that restaurant ends up being, whether it's the, the maitre d' or it's themed after him in some level.
1: Gotcha. So my other question is uh, people are paying thousands of dollars to go to a Disney park. They arrive at their hotel. <laughs> And it's covered in gold and dollar signs and saying, look at how much money we have. (laughs) Also, I guess I guess that's more of a statement. My follow up is how the hell do human beings swim in money? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> i actually i had written that down i wanted to ask this was gonna be a serious question i how eric envisioned
1: no i agree because i That's think this is a super through. cool idea i'm just curious how so i imagine
0: yeah. it more like a ball pit so it's not actually swimming in money the there's a very specific scene i have in my head where he gets on a diving board bounces and like jumps into his big pool of gold um This would be, like, a cushioned trampoline ball pit style experience. Maybe, like, one of those foam pits. Yeah, where, like, things look gold and are, like, flecked with it. So, like, there's a visual reflection, but there's absolutely no plastic or hard materials of any kind that they're actually running into.
2: Okay, so this is less of a pool and more of, like, okay. You should look up, and our listeners out there who might be curious should look up. There is lots of video on YouTube and stuff you can find on Google. At D23 in 2017, uh, when they were getting ready to reboot DuckTales, they actually had a Scrooge McDuck gold thing set up. It looked like his bank vault, and it was made out um, of—it was full of the gold coins, but they were, um, I don't know, like 8 nine inches across and they were like the squishy like nerf ball material yeah, yeah. but they looked like gold coins and they would let people like jump into it and they would take your picture and they had this really cool 3d camera system set up anyway um you should look into that because it sounds similar to what you're describing
0: yeah i mean that's almost exactly what i want yeah um so it's the hotel. right yeah i had another
3: question for eric if the, if you're good with that uh i was the way you were describing your hotel, I was having a hard time picturing Are you picturing this being, like, one solid building as a mansion? Uh, the way you're describing, like, wings and stuff, that's kind of what I was picturing, but I wanted to make sure I'm on the right page with that.
0: So I don't necessarily am married to one idea or the other. From what I would be married to is visually from the front, it would look like one thing uh, once it got to the back. Like... Once you're past like the front visual of that, there could be buildings behind it that are separated by walkways, and wings and stuff. If that becomes more practical for people flow and adding different things, but uh, I uh, the only thing that I'm married to in that sense is the the front picture, which looks like one giant mansion. Okay. Um, however, that ends up manifesting moving further back into the resort is a different thing entirely.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Cool. Um Tanner, um as that transitions into a question I have for you, which is if we're talking about exteriors, what does the exterior of your resort look like? Is it like a head? <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: No, I'm picturing it as if you were already like when you pull up and you park, you're already immersed in like you're in the memory. Of stuff, So you would see, like, a mix of, like, the crazy structures that you see in, like, a headquarters building and things, but we wouldn't be, like, going into a child's head (laughs) to get there.
1: That being said, um, who is the child? Because it sounds like it's not Riley.
3: I don't think we were going—I wasn't planning on having it be a specific named character. I feel like if you go in with this, it's better to keep it generic, which is why I wanted to redo the— five, like, main lands that people would be staying in to Mm -hmm. make them less specific to just Riley, like, hockey and Riley's family, like, different things. Like, I think the uh, other ones that worked, some of them worked really well. Like, the goofball, I think, is, like, a personality trait that would be well-suited to a hotel area. So more Mm -hmm. coming up with things in that line than necessarily, like, Riley's family. Because I don't think kids want to uh live in riley's mind i want it to work in a way where it can be a representative of child mind in general would be cooler for kids to things that would be similar to what's important to them and what they imagine
1: okay my my final question for uh tanner is if this isn't riley's mind are we going to use the characters from the film in any way? Because they are technically, this is a little nitpicky specific to her, or are we just going to kind of say, it's still these characters, we're still using them, but it is just some mind.
3: From the movie, They all of the people's uh, personality traits kind of looked similar in color and aesthetic, so I think it'd be fine to use them, but they weren't going to be front and center in my resort okay. in any major way.
0: Uh, oh, you don't mean sadness doesn't greet you at the door? No, uh, just, yeah. maybe sadness gets kicked
3: out because she's annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah.
0: No sadness here. That's only happy every all day the time. Is watching sadness get dragged out by security.
2: Wait a no minute. Isn't that kind of the here. whole point of the movie? What that that you don't do that? <laughs> no, no. But Joy we had a point. That's- <laughs> Theoretically, the way that the movie stuff works out,
3: you don't need to feel sadness if we want to get into it. Okay, good. Sadness starts touching everything and makes it bad. All right. But no, uh, I just think that, like, diving, <clears throat> relying on the emotions too much is not where I think the most interesting parts of staying there would be. I think okay. that leads into more of, like, the look further into possibly scary <laughs> ideas of what it means for your mind and
0: <laughs> see i'm picturing this as more like an expression of the imagine imagination yes than it is like the mind mm-hmm. okay necessarily
3: yes yeah, so um, i think you have to have them somewhere where you can kind of see them and maybe pose for like a picture with uh either animatronics or statues of them, but most mm-hmm. of it's going to be spent on the other parts of the world that are fun.
2: Brock, I have a question for you. you. Yes, pretty much. Um, you pretty much covered everything, which is why I think you haven't been getting a lot of questions, I assumed. but one, I know, but one question that I do have is: since you specifically said that this would be on the Skyliner Loop, is there? Did you envision a specific location for I it? I
1: will be one hundred percent honest with you. I don't actually know where the okay, Skyliner Okay That's fine. Is.
0: I,
2: um,
1: I know it exists. Okay. That's about all I've got for okay. you. Okay. Uh, he
0: knows everything else. That being said, <laughs> that being so, like, said, during, so what you're saying, Bragg, is during our discussion period, it's going to be. About figuring out where the Skyliner goes because everybody already knows everything else. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't with you guys. I'll be like, oh, here's a pretty so, cool like, idea. I want to discuss more than that. Oh, I was just waiting to be planned. Be and then I'm like, here's all my ideas. And they're so
3: like, Fuck if he wants you. to stop rambling, I'd love to ask them. Uh, but Or he can just yell at us some more and see if that garners any votes.
1: Please, please, Tanner, <laughs> I'd love to hear your questions.
3: Uh, the first one was well you answered the nautilus one uh what price level are you picturing this uh resort at because it sounds like a deluxe to me when you're talking a giant yeah i mean ideally
1: yeah i i don't like how many deluxes that they're making but it's gonna have to be it's an um, it's a huge enormous landscaping thing it's a lot of imagineering going into this i i think it would end up having to be a deluxe.
2: Generally, the hotels that are as immersive as what you were describing have to end up being deluxe. Yeah.
3: And
0: uh, sounds ambitious.
3: Yeah, sounds ambitious. Uh, also, though, I am. I have a question: Is this journey to the center of the earth bar or club thing that you pitched a little too similar to our beloved bar that we discussed last time? I just feel like you're resting on your laurels a little bit about ideas.
1: Well, that wasn't. That wasn't. Uh, I, I see the way I describe it. How you can how you could see that it's not just the bar or the club. It's all of that sort of all those facilities that you get in a normal resort. I think most of those you could kind of centralize to a journey of the center of the earth theme. I actually think if we're talking bars and clubs, this is a perfect opportunity to do some really cool because it's a lush tropical island to do something with that, and I think mixing that lush, so do it more, the bars are going to be more outdoors, not tiki bars, but, you know, enjoying the the environment. But I think a really cool restaurant or cafeteria would be underground um, with the journey of the center, journey to the center of the earth aesthetic. So, yes, but also no. Uh, But to follow up on Jake's question, which I never did get to fully
2: answer because I started yelling, um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you need to know where do, do you care to know where the skyliner goes or do i need do i don't tell necessarily
1: you? think it is a huge deal because i think mainly okay. what we're going to do is I find figured. a plot of land where we can create uh, a, a huge right. water feature with an interesting river uh to make it seem like okay. an island separated
2: all right so i think that just about wraps up our question portion unless anybody else has any last minute things that they want to add the one thing I have to
1: add is good luck editor (laughs) if only someone wasn't yelling
2: yeah and I think because of that I think not to step on you Eric but maybe he should vote first what do you think I think so yeah yeah okay
1: Uh, you guys are all allowed to throw tantrums but Brock
2: has one little fit it wasn't little Brock has one
1: big fit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um okay this is incredibly difficult. Um all of you bring some really cool stuff to the table. I am there's there's a few things with each of you as well that I that are that are really intriguing me as like how we can work that out together, which I also like. Um so this all being said, I think the thing that feels the most Disney To me, the most pure of an experience is going to be the Toontown Resort. Uh, There are things that I disagree with about Jake, with Jake about that I look forward to discussing
3: as well. Okay, I didn't (laughs) think
2: I said anything controversial.
3: (laughs) Motherfucker, we coming for you.
2: <laughs> Brock we don't have to put the swastikas on everything. We can we can get rid of that. Yeah. Okay,
3: Would good. not be a Brock vote if he didn't make sure that he knows that he has issues with our things despite it I know. Out. Yeah. I just
2: yeah. I'm just curious what he's so upset about because he seems really vote like for the perfect thing no, because, in my because Jake keeps saying because a, Jake
1: keeps saying no costume characters and it's pissing me off. I agree, bro. Oh, we will Thank have you. some
3: words to say to Jake if that one yes. wins. Yes. If Jake wins, then it's not a hill
2: he gets to die on. Uh, <laughs> because you're so wrong. Fine. Because you're fine. So if you wrong guys want them. characters this fucking <laughs> badly, fine. You do it. But guess what? The three of you are going to be in the costumes.
0: Dips on Daisy. Jake, your vote is next.
2: Yeah, these are all really good ideas. Uh, Tanner, way to come in clutch with uh, Inside Out there. I was surprised. Yeah. I was definitely expecting a joke pitch. <laughs> Eric the Scrooge McDuck when I saw that on the the sheet I had no idea how you're going to make that work it sounds like a cool doable hotel yeah all that being said, I am going to vote for Brock's uh, Jules Verne experience because I think that sounds neat. I do have to say it is problems. a little frustrating <laughs> that they, yeah, oh yeah, f- you and f- your hotel, and I'm voting for it so that I can tear it <laughs> <them> apart.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Jake, what were you saying? It's a little frustrating that,
2: that they keep making these insanely expensive yeah. deluxe resorts. I remember when they announced the Star Wars Resort, Um, Pete Warner from the Diz Unplugged was shocked that people weren't excited about it. And finally Mm -hmm. somebody had to explain to him, it's like, because we're not going to be able to afford to stay Yeah, no one's going to get to go, yeah.
3: Well, Jake, if it makes you feel better, nobody will be able to stay at Brock's Hotel, even if it wins.
2: (laughs) That's true. 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 So anyway, that's my vote. Cool. man.
3: Oh, Eric, you go first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait, is that easy?
2: You just have to whine?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll go first. I'm voting for Scrooge McDuck.
0: Okay. Uh, Happy to get a vote. Sad to know that I can't win. Um, (laughs) Okay, Uh, so... Since we finally broke Jake down, and he agreed... Even if it's us in the costumes, Toontown is an experience <laughs> I want out. I-, I want to visit. That I love all of them. Brox, I think yours is fucking sweet. Um, it's coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. We know. We know it is. I love what you've done, Tanner. Like, like that is the best representation of Inside Out in a resort. No, f- you. when I think of what. <laughs> <laughs> When I think of what I want out of staying at a Disney resort, it is pure Disneyana magic. And I think that the Toontown one encapsulates that in a... Uh, are, are you confused when I say the word Disneyana? Yes. Uh, so like the 1950s, 1960s kind of like opening of Disneyland, turn of the like that kind of nostalgia-driven... Stuff. Uh, He didn't even know that word. (laughs) Fool. (laughs) Uh, Your love of the whatever the f that guy's name is, is very much rooted in like a Disney and a nostalgia. Uh, That's true. It is. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I'm voting for Jake's Toontown. I think that's like, uh, I think that sounds like a, a really interesting place to start.
2: All right, cool. All
0: right. Congratulations, Jake. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm very excited to
2: talk about this. And before you guys lay into me, let me just make my, my statement here. So my original reason for not wanting the characters was because it has not been done in any of the resorts because it is a logistical nightmare. But that being said... All of the cruise ships, which are essentially floating hotels, gonna be my have the characters wandering around on the ship. And it is a really cool experience when you are walking around on the ship or just sitting and all of a sudden Mickey Mouse comes up to you and just like interacts with you while you're walking around. Or they do that really cool thing with sleepwalking Goofy, sometimes really late at night. If you're lucky, you will stumble across the Goofy, I mean, the guy in the Goofy costume wearing pajamas with an eye mask over his eyes, sleepwalking like Frankenstein around the ship. It's cool. It's a very memorable, magical thing. Bringing this to a resort, I think would be awesome. I do agree with you guys. The only reason I was against it was because it seemed to me like it would be a logistical nightmare. But that's not what this podcast is about. Yeah, and
1: that, that's what I was going to... I was also going to bring
2: up the cruise ships.
1: But I think more than anything, w- with this podcast, literally, yeah, it. but it's also about doing things that haven't been done. And everything... Right. I mean, every time Disney makes a new resort, there's usually something about it that hasn't been done. So if you're going right. to do a Toontown podcast, I'm Toontown a uh, resort <laughs> <laughs> in a Toontown podcast. Um, it does feel like, that is the perfect place to break that mold. So yeah, I'm glad that okay. I'm glad that yeah. you've come to our side. Yes.
3: The only true side.
1: <laughs> Agreed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: start with the uh the different types of hotel rooms. Cuz Jake originally sure. pitched that it could be uh, different styles. I mm-hmm. think the first thing that he pitched two different versions of that. Now he pitched, uh, styles based on characters or just styles based on theming. I personally right. think the characters is a slightly stronger, uh, connection. What do you guys think?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, st- I think that's for the rooms and, um, and I think there's ways to character...
3: merge the two options. Sorry, Eric. I agree.
0: Uh, the, yeah that's, that's what i find. I think starting with like a general color palette feel from each of the characters is strong um mm-hmm. but i don't think that necessarily so, like you know you have green for goofy blue for donald red for Mickey, kind of thing like that um mm-hmm. that you can build off from there but i don't see any reason why we can't weave other aspects into that mm-hmm. but uh, you know from a from a way to def- e- just easily visually defining one area from another you can kind of just use the color palette for well
1: them. Jake the thing that you said that right. I'm kind of attaching to is when you were talking about the 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 one, the the one option. It's like, oh, it could be a barn, or it could be a thing, or you know, you mentioned a couple things. Mm-hmm. But then when you were also talking about the uh, the the characters, you mentioned, oh, for Donald, you, we could have like a nautical sort of theme. And I'm thinking, right, you just merge those two. Donald, yeah, he lends himself yeah. to nautical boats. We can use some of your Sausalita ideas, which I know you really mm-hmm. want to get in here. Um, and then <laughs> uh, for your for our other characters, we just find a theme that matches their personality, and I mean, every single one of those people has done every possible job, <laughs> right. so it's not that hard. so what do you guys think?
0: I agree um i yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't know necessarily like there's nothing that jumps out as obviously as uh, nautical for Donald, yeah, uh goofy for the mismatch kind of thing, I think is great um. Mickey becomes a little trickier because he's occupied so many different roles over the years. Right. Um, But there's certainly something that we could do for all of them.
3: Goofy in the barn, like the barnstormer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Or Horace Horse Collar in the barn.
3: Oh, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Because (laughs) he's a horse.
0: So how many different zones do you imagine this having?
2: Well, so, I mean, they, they vary, all right? And then uh, you you got to talk about if we're going to have very broad categories or if we're going to have the smaller categories. So, for example, and, again, we can do our own thing, but just drawing from examples in real life at um, the resort Port Orleans. Port Orleans is divided into two major sections. You have Port Orleans Riverside and Port Orleans French Quarter. And then Riverside is divided into two subsections. You have Port Orleans um, – Brock, help me. What's oh, the alligator? Oh, there's
1: Alligator
2: Bayou. Yeah, Alligator Bayou. And then you have the mansions, which are called uh, Magnolia Bend. Magnolia Bend. So we, we could do sections like that, or at Caribbean Beach. They have smaller sections and they have a lot more of them where each section only com- is comprised of two or three buildings and each one is after a different island like um, Jamaica. I specifically remember was one that we stayed in. So I, d- what way do we think we want to go? Do we want to have some big sections that have a lot of different buildings or do we want to have smaller sections that have two or three buildings tops?
1: I'm personally thinking the Caribbean Beachway. Uh, we have smaller sections and that way we can do a lot more varied and interesting themes. Personally. Okay.
3: I
0: agree. Yeah, okay. That works for me. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of different themes and different colors, and it makes it feel more like a town.
2: Right. Right. And I I like the idea, I'm I'm thinking, because at these um, resorts, they always have, you know, sidewalks that wind around and go through them. I was thinking it might be cool if these big, wide sidewalks looked kind of like a road. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they had, yeah. like, the big cartoony lines painted on them, and they connected all the sections together like a, like a big highway almost. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you could walk or ride bikes through to each thing. And maybe that could help us kind of set it up like a town. Maybe the closer you are to the entrance where the city hall is, is more like a, a um, oh, I always say this wrong, not rural. Urban? the opposite of rural. Urban is a little bit more urban-based. And then the farther you get is a little more... Uh, rural based. Mm-hmm. The yeah, rural I like ger- that. That's neat.
0: And we can set it up in different sections. Like we could have like a port and we right. Have like right. a, a, post office and like, uh, a dining, like a little mini mall dining thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to, to
2: steal an idea from Tanner, uh, kind of, I think it would be cool to have a dedicated movie theater.
0: Yeah.
2: You talked about yeah. having a theater yeah, for like movie that. night. Yeah. Um, And have it very stylized, maybe have like a popcorn machine at the beginning, but it's a big, oversized, very, you know, magical looking one. In the House of Mouse cartoon, Horace Horsecollar ran the projector. Oh my God. Brock, we can put Horace running projector there. Are you happy? (laughs) No, I quit. (laughs) I'm deeply sad. So another thing I thought of when we were talking about the road, not to get away from our sections too much, but I would want to say this before I forget it, is it might be cool if scattered along this road, we ever at various points had... Characters' cars. I was literally so, like, going go to say Toontown that. Oh, Disneyland, so they have their cars in the driveway, and maybe we could kind of steal from Disneyland too. Um, Goofy's car is crashed into his mailbox. Maybe Goofy's car is somewhere like crashed into a tree, or you know, it's like off the road. Yeah, and
3: Max is you dead know? in the passenger seat. Uh,
1: <laughs> a fire hydrant with a water feature, like <laughs> shooting up into the sky, would be fun.
2: Yeah, like like yeah, the radiator is. You know, yes, I think stuff like that would be pretty neat but i also now i don't know the the legality of this but it might be cool too to dress up like the fire hydrants around the um around the resort make them look a little more cartoony i don't know what the official rules are if you're allowed to do that but just little details like that i think you can i think would be really if cool if anyone can I bend I the rules as long as
0: they
3: work it's disney yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, that's awesome. That's super cool. So yeah. I think maybe what we should do is figure out which characters we're going to represent to what themes
2: throughout the sure. the resort. So, uh, well, the, I think starting with an obvious one, Donald would be more like nautical or yeah. with a port. I think personally...
1: Mickey, I don't know if he necessarily needs an area. He could be like the mayor and therefore all of the like facilities and center stuff within at town square is all
2: Mickey's domain, you know? Right, right. And that being said, that's actually good because I have found or not not I have found, but I think Disney has found it's hard to do things where you pick characters because a lot of people want Mickey. Yeah. And it makes it difficult when everybody wants Mickey. So he might be a good one that doesn't have a section. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I like him as the mayor of Toontown. Yeah, yeah, seems fine. Yeah, um, I I think.
1: Uh, a slightly less obvious one, characters that we that we might have a hard Brock, time with later. If you
3: say Horace Horace Collar one more time I was not <laughs> you're I, this was podcast. Podcast. I was
1: not. <laughs> I was going to say in recent years, uh, Daisy has been kind of like uh, like a fashion maven. She's she's so like if you put her in like a shopping area could yeah. be fun. You know, breaking yeah. those stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, not not to not to be stereotypical or anything, but that does fit in with in line with Daisy's character. Yeah, of who Daisy is—that's something she does. Uh, you know, something she likes to do. Something uh,
3: that
1: might also be cool, and I don't know exactly which character we'd match this to, but like a gardens, like a greenhouse aesthetic kind of thing. I'm just pitching here, guys.
2: Um. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm just—I was trying to think of who that might be. Yeah, could be Minnie. Well, I'm wondering if maybe the actual hotel where you stay, the sections where those are, are not based after the main people, and the main people are like the shopping or the check-in or the pool or the dining, and that's yeah, and where so we get hotel our main is people. Just
0: like the hotel is part of this town, yeah, yeah, and the town being the resort, right? And the hotel has like its own theming, like that's like. Aesthetically resonant with, with the rest of the town, but isn't necessarily character specific. Yeah. And then the right. character specific then, is the okay. Yeah, I think that's cool. It yeah. also allows us, you know, yeah, <laughs> a little more leeway there.
2: <laughs> right, it makes it a little easier idea. for us to work with. I think. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, we could have Donald. Donald could be representative of a representative of the pool. Maybe yep. Daisy could be the shopping and the gift shops and everything. Minnie could be the restaurant because in a lot of the shorts she's always cooking stuff. You hmm. talked about very progressive. these yeah.
0: stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> she okay. Fine. <laughs> I just thought. It'd
2: be, my thought was it'd be cool if Minnie owned a restaurant. That's what I thought would be cool. But <laughs> and then Pete's the head cook.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Only if um, he eats and then a this character. is kind of
2: steep. This one is um, an obvious choice that. Disney has already done on the cruise ships, but maybe it works here too, is on the cruise ships, all of the sports area is themed to Goofy because of the Goofy how-to sports shorts. Oh, yeah. So maybe that would be good at the resort. I think so too, yeah,
1: because those are just so fun, funny. Yeah. Um, I think it would also be a perfect opportunity to take the things that they got rid of from the original Toontown, so, like, the tour of their houses. We could have their houses represented in this Toontown. Maybe not make it quite as much of an attraction, but having their houses there is fun, because in the previous version, where we were each in their little separate section, I didn't know if there was room for that. But now, it feels like they actually live in this town. Right. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I agree. Okay, so that's awesome so now we know what sections the characters meet uh, are working with uh, basically mm-hmm. what their theming is for each of the facilities what is the hotel like
2: so I think the actual hotel again I was talking about the layout with the moderate where you typically get a two-story building that has a lot of rooms yeah um, it's usually in a, in a y shape Yeah. Um, or it's like a triangle. It's hard to explain. (laughs) It's like the letter Y. Um, I don't know if we necessarily need to do that shape, but I I think we could kind of stick to that shape and just theme them to fit their little areas. And like we said, the further you get out in the circle, the more rural it becomes, and then as you come back around, it's urban again. But then we could have uh, maybe the ones closer to the town look more like uh loft spaces, you know, like shops underneath and then lofts on the top kind of a thing. Just I'm thinking from an exterior point of view. And then right. as you get further away, it's a little bit more like suburban. You have your little more like houses kind of looking little mailboxes yeah. out front. Picket fence. Yeah, exactly. Kind of more like Mickey's house. And maybe that's where Mickey's house is. Maybe it's in that area toward the middle. That would actually kind of make sense now that I'm saying it. And then your furthest one, we would have it, maybe it looks like a barn or a little farmhouse It has a silo, that kind of thing, a windmill.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like that. A cornfield um, that you can yeah. go
3: <laughs> hang out in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, what if there was a little corn mace? Just something extra and fun, you yeah. know? Yeah, I was being serious, I like that. guys. That'd be
0: kind of fool. <laughs> yeah Yeah, we can do a corn maze yeah for sure that sounds good yeah 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 what i love about like the town setup is it's very easy to uh theme uh per like time of year right like easy to set up for halloween easy to set up for christmas yeah um and that is a huge part of visiting Disney at any one of those times of year. Right. So I, th- right. I think that's super cool.
1: Uh, yeah. And then I think what's really cool about this idea is uh, bringing it back to the costume characters. We have these main characters represented, mm-hmm. but, and I'm not going to say the name, you guys mm-hmm. will all yell at me. I do think it's cool when occasionally you see more obscure characters in the the Disney parks in costume characters, this would be a fun place to occasionally see a more obscure character.
3: Like Pete like, or like, Max
2: Goof. Like Pete or Max like, or but Definitely
3: not Horace Horace Collar because he sucks and he's not <laughs> Mickey's friend anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, that aside, we could also have, like, Clarabelle Cow, Yeah. Or we could have... Put her um, with or would you say Oswald, She's the Lucky he- Rabbit? <laughs> Brock, did um, I hear you say Oswald? Yeah Oswald, uh, yeah, Oswald. Oswald's
1: Lady, Hortensia the Cat.
2: Mm-hmm. so yeah i think that would be cool to see characters out and about like they are on the ships yeah. i think that would that's a really cool idea i'm glad you guys pushed hard for that
0: <laughs> yeah thank you Jake. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> i'm glad that you acquiesced yes.
2: <laughs>
0: and with the the pool you can get a lot of cool like Coming down a water slide off of a, a steamboat, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, you could have Steamboat yeah. Willie in the pool. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. amazing,
2: Eric. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's, um, um, that's what happens when you do research in the middle of an
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not like we're going to do it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I <wasn't> sure. <laughs> so I was thinking, um, something that could be cool in, in like a club type setting. I don't know what character this would be if it would be a character, but, um, if they did like a piano bar, I know they have panel bars already at Disney, but if they had a piano bar, I think it would be really neat to have a very cartoony looking piano. And you could make a fake piano shell and put a digital keyboard in it. In fact, that's how they do it on the cruise ships. Those are not actually baby grands that they use on the ships. Um, but if you made the shell so it looks really cartoony, and I think it would also be cool if they put it on, I don't know if like hydraulics or springboards so that it rocks while the player is playing and just has that real cartoony look of like, while the guy's playing, the piano is rocking with them. That's something you see in the cartoons. I think that'd be really cool to experience in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little extra touch of magic.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think this is... We don't need to get into all of it, but uh, that's a perfect example of... We would be able to do dozens of those types of things, those animated-type movements to things that... Inanimate objects, you know, that make it feel like a cartoon, make it feel like the world is alive. I would love to see some of those trees from the... uh, In the old classic... Disney cartoons. The trees had a very specific way of moving in the wind. I don't know yeah. what it is, but yeah. if we could somehow make they, they animatronic like
2: cattails, what's like that? If you see cattails yeah. in real life, you know the plant cattails yeah. when the wind hits them. That's kind of how the old Disney trees moved. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting to see stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm loving this idea as like a fully fleshed out Disney town. The characters are around. It's living. It's breathing. Yeah. it expresses uh, some of this cartoon functionality. None of the lines are straight; they're all wavy or rounded right. to uh, an idea. Right, and you kind of capture that throughout, like uh, ways to make the the trees move. I think it's sweet. I think it's a hell of a resort. I agree. Yeah.
2: I, that's talking about the straight lines. That's I actually I was looking at this earlier today. For anybody who has not recently been in Toontown, which I don't think is anybody because it's been closed for a year, <laughs> so I don't. Literally nobody has been in it recently. Go ahead and look up Mickey's House on YouTube or on Google, and you can find walkthroughs of it, and there is not a single straight line in that house. Every single line is wavy or curved, and it gives a great cartoon feel, like Eric was just mentioning. I think that's a really cool thing to bring to this. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: So we've talked uh, the aesthetic. We've talked mm-hmm. the actual resort Room living ho- uh, experience. Now we should yeah. talk about the amenities. Uh, sure. what it, we've talked about the pool, uh, but what right. is the what type of restaurant or cafeteria are we going to have? Uh, what um, you know things like that.
2: I like the idea of having... Yeah, a good one. Absolutely. I think we need (laughs) at least one counter-service type restaurant Mm -hmm. for the people who are looking for a quick meal, and I think we need at least one sit-down restaurant.
1: Usually, Disney resorts have that sort of cafeteria style where there's a bunch of different stations uh, counter-service. You get all your stuff, you go to the cash register, you pay for it. Um, I think that would be a fun food court where each of the different stations, it's like a character's thing, you know. Um mm-hmm. so like Pete might be selling barbecue and uh Minnie might be selling salads because, you know, that's how sexism works.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't make the world, I, I just live in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, it could maybe because, like, Mickey has a garden in Disneyland behind his house, yeah. so maybe the salads and stuff are fresh from Mickey's garden. Yeah. You know, or something like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the different uh, stations being themed after different characters from Toontown. Yeah. That's neat. Uh, maybe there's a Horace one where they give you horse meat. Uh, <laughs> it's cheaper than beef, so that would. <laughs> that being said, Horace would be good for, like, uh, like
1: country cooking like you know like right yeah cornbread and beans
2: yeah cornbread and beans <laughs> cornbread and beans lard <laughs> whiskey and lard <laughs> the, for the four main food groups <laughs> um yeah i like that uh and then for the sit down restaurant if we're ready to discuss that so i originally had said i would like it to be mini and part of where that came from is in these new shorts Yes, I know. I said she's always cooking something. But there is an episode where sh- it's Minnie and Daisy and Clarabelle Cow. I don't oh, know, it's really funny one. short. Right, where they're trying to get into this fancy restaurant where they made reservations and the maitre d is this really snobby flamingo and he keeps kicking them out because they don't look good enough to be in his restaurant. And mm. I thought it would be cool if it was kind of like cuz in the end of the short they basically they kick him out. And then they get in anyway. And I thought, what if this is like kind of after that? And it's like that restaurant, but now Minnie owns it. And like, so it's still Ooh. a fancy restaurant, but it's like Minnie okay. has taken it over. And like, this is how Minnie is going to run this fancy restaurant now. So it's got this hint of class still, because that's what Minnie is. She's very classy, but it's also very family friendly and place that you can feel goofy, relaxed.
1: A little bit silly. Yeah. I and silly.
2: Say. Yeah. So that's what I would like to see for this sit down restaurant. And then this would also be a great place to do character dining.
3: Yeah,
0: I for think. sure. Yeah. I agree, yeah. You would need the character dining uh, part of the experience for sure at a place like this. Because um, they're walking around, too, man. Yeah,
1: right, yeah. Why like, wouldn't they be dining? They're
0: everywhere. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So uh, is there anything else we think we need to cover with this hotel? It's hard to do hotels because they're such a big thing. Yeah. It's hard to really sum everything up. I mean, I could happily talk about this hotel for days. I
1: like the idea of, like, the lobby area being the city hall or town hall, rather. Yeah. Other than that, I can't think of much. Anything else, you guys?
3: No, I'm good.
0: Uh, No, I think you're great. All right. Okay,
2: cool. Well, I'm actually super proud of this idea, and you guys really helped develop it, and I think we came up with something really cool, so thank you very
0: much. Yeah, this is an awesome Thank mor- you, Jake. Awesome hotel. Was- Excellent. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Once you got out of that insane idea that we wouldn't have walk-around characters, it really came together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I'm glad you talked me out of it. I'm glad. So now, from one great idea... Two, four eh, ideas. It's time for lightning round. Lightning round. (laughs) Crash boom bang, baby. Alright, let's spin this wheel. Spinity, 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 spin. Spin, spin. 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 Okay. We have a restaurant. We haven't talked about restaurants very much. And this restaurant will be themed to... uh, One of the most recent Pixar movies, not the most recent, one of the most recent, Onward. We need to pitch an Onward restaurant.
1: Uh, Can we make a rule that no one's
2: allowed to pitch the Minotaur's Tavern? That's fine. No Minotaur's Tavern.
0: Up first today is
3: Tanner. T-Money. All right, so my dining experience is going to be sitting down for a nice family dinner with the Lightfoot. So we're going to have family-style food served in their home, just all just hanging together. We're a family. We're going to be happy. It's going to be pleasant. We'll get all sorts of—all the food will be kind of like regular food, but altered so it looks more fantasy. And that's my idea. Thanks. I haven't. I seen like how Tanner movie.
1: replaced it wacky fun with
2: pleasant. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay.
0: You haven't seen it? No, yet? I need to. It's good. Oh well, sorry, Tanner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I mean, I think I did all right. All right I was next. hoping that yeah, Brock no, would feel like actually the Lightfoot family all hate each other and killed each other. Oh, by the end of the movie, <laughs> they've
2: uh, they're all dead. <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't talk about, like, magical things happening at dinner while you were eating. Well, I said all sorts of fantasy
3: (laughs) things would be themed the food.
2: Okay, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: All right, and it's my turn. So my restaurant idea uh, is Barley is leading us through a game of Dungeons & Dragons. It's uh, sort of like an interactive dinner theater kind of thing. She's going around playing cards and making magical, like, like, He'll play like a fireball, like a fireball, will shoot across the ceiling, and it'll just be a fun night where we get to hang out with Chris Pratt and uh, do a bunch of cool D and D sh. All right. That's my, That's And there's fish. food? Nice. <laughs> yeah, there's totally food. I <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm going to assume... Oh,
1: yeah, you didn't mention the... <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, he basically pissed <laughs> playing D&D with Chris Pratt. <laughs> also, did, it's not D&D say, in the movie. I assume you meant the version from the movie, but I'm not sure.
0: Obviously, I meant the version from the okay. movie. In my defense... At the very beginning, I did say it was like a dinner theater experience. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good job. It sounds so fun. That, so that the- <laughs> Thank you. Taylor. I'm just picturing
3: eating like D&D snacks for dinner. You get potato chips and <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. Um, <laughs> all right,
2: All right, Jake. All right. so... My idea is one day this guy is walking down the street and he encounters the giant cheese puff from the movie. So he drags it home and he turns it into a food stand. He hollows it out and now we have the giant cheese puff and he sells food out of it. He smells cheese snacks and cheese puffs and other cheese-based snacks and it's a snack stand. Did did I mention it's a hollowed-out cheese puff that is a snack stand? Okay, good. I think that's my time right up now, thank you
3: <laughs> I like how instead of going into more detail about what type of cheesy snacks you could have you were like, I'll just uh, say right about now
2: <laughs> I was panicking <laughs> oh, I just had another idea, damn it <laughs> okay
1: alright, so oh, I, I already okay, I'm just gonna start <laughs> So my restaurant
3: takes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: And starting again. So the idea of my restaurant takes place after the events of the movie, when magic is slowly coming back in New Mushroomton. So uh, it's a nice restaurant in M- New Mushroomton. Uh, you visit, of course, like you do a restaurant. My timer didn't start, so I'm starting it
2: now. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Brock! Uh, so, um,
1: But essentially, it's food pre- food preparation mixed with their, ma- their new magic. So they do give us giant food, interesting things like that. And it's all going to be fantastical food. But, of course, I'm kind of picturing a sort of a teppanyaki type thing where they're using magic to show you how they're preparing food. Obviously, that's going to be a lot of show elements, but I think showing us magic in that context is neat. I took like 40 seconds, but can you cut the first 10 seconds? Because it was me panicking that my timer hadn't started.
3: <laughs> we all know that's not how this works. <laughs> I blame
1: you fuckers because you kept making me restart
3: <laughs> <laughs> It worked the first two times Psychological so warfare my, Brock
2: Alright Brock I think we have finished this episode So why don't you take us out of here All righty, uh, Jake uh,
1: If you're done with your <laughs> If you're done with that Facebook Be sure to leave it on the floor And housekeeping will pick up after you <laughs> facebook.com slash main street musings tanner if you're using the minibar the instagram costs extra
3: (laughs) i'll pay extra for main underscore street underscore musings (laughs) way to retread on last episode eric
1: i don't remember what i did last time eric (laughs) um be sure to check out our amenities our pool our weight room our instagram
3: no our Instagram is main underscore I mean, underscore our Twitter. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> our pool, our weight room, our Twitter.
1: Right this way to at MSM underscore podcast. Nice. And I'm Brock. Everyone, make sure to tell your friends, leave us a review, and give us a five-star rating. Five Michelin stars, baby. Like hey. a five-star
2: hotel. Nice. Bye. Well.
0: Nice. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Too bad Disney won't make this happen. Oh, Oh, it doesn't count if you say it for yourself, Jake. (laughs) No, I I meant about all of your lightning round pitches.
3: (laughs) Thanks, man. No, thank goodness.